What's happening in the town of Glenville? This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 plus 100.5. I'm Bob Cudmore. We're also heard in the North Country on 1410 and 96.9. Our guest is Glenville Town Supervisor Chris Ketsley. Supervisor Ketsley's been in office since 2009. He's chairman of the Schenectady County Republican Party. Your State of the Town speech was delivered uh, earlier this week. Uh, let me ask you about some of the things in that, that speech. You talked quite a bit about the new town center campus proposal on for, for Glen Ridge Road. What's going on there? Yeah, you know, we've actually been looking at this for a couple of years now. Uh, we looked at five different sites. Um, it's clear to, I think, everyone who's who studied this is, that our current building is just not adequate uh, for us to deliver the services that we need to deliver to 30,000 residents and, and all the growth we've seen in our commercial uh, corridors over the years. And so um, we're looking to really expand, but we're on a property that's only two acres, so there's no room to expand. And so we looked at a lot of different options, and the architects came back with a campus-style uh, town hall, since we have the county library right here next to us. Mm -hmm. um, it's a nice addition to that. And then we own property on the other side of the library, so we would utilize both sides of the library, uh, keeping the current town hall as a public safety dedicated building and building administrative offices on the other side of the library. So it will be a real town center. The town offices, uh, the public safety building, which would be the police and the court? Yes. And then the, the library would remain? Yes. How are you going to pay for this? Yeah, you know, that's that's the question I get a lot. And uh, we've really spent a lot of time over the past, say, 10, 11 years getting ourselves ready to make some capital investments because we knew this day was coming. And over the years, we've we've cut our debt. We've, we've protected our fund balance. We built up a capital reserve fund. Uh, we went out and got a grant. So we, we think it's about a four and a half to five million dollar project uh, we have one and a half million in grant money secured we have about half a million in capital reserves that we're willing to to put into it and then we would just borrow the other uh, say three million roughly um, over 30 years and would have really no new impact to the uh, taxpayer. Ah, that's what I was going to ask as you know I'm a Glenville property taxpayer will my taxes go up? No, you know, I don't anticipate that. Um, we've, we're, I've always have been committed to stay under the tax cap, and I believe we're in a position now that we're able to do this project and still stay under the tax cap, um, at least in the foreseeable future. I can't speak, mm -hmm, you know, 20 sure. years, but, but right now we're in, we're in a good fiscal position to make some of these investments. And I know that other uh, town supervisors we've had on make the point that uh, when you pay your property taxes, probably most of it goes to whatever school district you're in, yeah. and there's county, and you does the town get the smallest share? Yeah, so if you think about your tax dollar, your annual property taxes that you pay both in September and in uh, May, uh, the town gets about 10 cents of that dollar. Uh, the school gets roughly 60 cents of that dollar, and the, and the county would get 40 cents of that dollar, um, at least in Schenectady County. So we really have the most lean, efficient budget, and we really um, collect. We Actually, Glenville has the lowest tax rate in the entire county. Um, so I think 
that's something mm. I'm, I'm proud of. We're talking with Chris Ketsley, who's supervisor of the town of Glenville. You have other uh, projects. Uh, you were talking about the town-centered uh, development. Are, are you going to do something at the senior center, which is on Warden Road, uh, down by Thomas Corners in the airport? Yeah, you, you know, it's it's funny. Everything, all of our buildings need really upgrade and 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 expansion. We're we're running more programs out of the senior center than we have in the past, and uh, we've put on a, um, a sizable um, addition to increase our programming space there. That should be open by March. We again got a grant to partially cover that, so uh, residents should know that in most cases we're getting grants to at least pay for um, a portion of of these expansions. And uh, after we we open that room up and we increase our programming, we're going to also make other investments in the building in the AV system, um, fix some of the doors. That you know, there's been a lot of deferred maintenance on our buildings because we weren't sure what we were going to do. And now that we have a way forward, we can start making some of these investments in deferred maintenance. Glenville is a kind of a suburban town, but it also has its own industry and, and a lot of the businesses. What are the economic development uh, projects that uh, you discussed in your State of the Town talk? We have a lot going on in Glenville, particularly down in the uh, Business and Technology Park. Belgioso Cheese is expected to open later in the year. They're going to be... Um, uh, sending cheese to the entire northeast out of this plant, which includes Boston, New York City, so it's a significant um, production facility. Uh, it's bringing not just tax base, but the amount of jobs we put on down in the uh, business and technology park has been astonishing in the past couple of years, uh, into the thousands. Um, we're also seeing, you know, small businesses popping up. We're seeing, uh, you know, the Starbucks coming into town center, Chase Bank, Five Guys. Uh, just a lot going on, but but our focus, as I talked about, um, is really Freeman's Bridge Road right now. We really have to begin to try to redevelop Freeman's Bridge Road the way we did Town Center. Mm. This is uh, connects Route 50 to, with uh, Schenectady, really, with, with the bridge yeah. that goes into Freeman's Bridge goes to Schenectady. Um, there's a lot of stuff there, or there's some stuff there. That, uh, there's a big Lowe's and other uh, businesses. Yeah, you know, Lowe's is about 12 years old now, and there was supposed to be a big uh, resurgence after Lowe's came in down there, and it just never seemed to take hold. And and we've been spending a lot of time looking at our zoning. We're looking at a complete streets project, a beautification. Uh, There's just a lot uh, that we can look at for uh, trying to improve Freeman's Bridge Road, and and I think that's where the focus is going to be this year and into the coming years. Are you going to – is the idea to to put in – pedestrian-friendly items such as sidewalks. Yes. So we received a grant to study that and to plan it, and now we are on what they call the TIP, the Transportation Improvement Project, uh, through the state of New York. And it looks like it's a project. Sidewalks on Freeman's Bridge Road will be uh, done by the state in 2022. So um, we're really starting to make connections to all of our different uh, walkways and our pedestrian trails throughout the town. Mm. Now, another whole area is uh, parkland. The town has uh, been expanding its nature trails. Can you explain that? Yeah, we have nice, uh, um, a nice opportunity up at Indian Meadows and Anderson Park. There's two separate parks that abut each other. So, what, and Anderson is newer. Indian Meadows has been there for some time. But um, we just recently 
brought Anderson on as a park. So we we uh, expanded the trail system out of Indian Meadows into Anderson and made a nice big three and a half mile loop between the two parks. So it's a great nature walk. Um, we have people jogging it. Uh, just residents just love being able to go in there and get a nice three three and a half mile uh, hike in. But we are starting to do more in our parks with our with our trails. And at that um, Indian Meadows Park, I believe it's called, you've been having in the summer showing movies, and, and you did something yeah. in the winter too. Yeah, um, we didn't do anything in the winter this year. One of the ba- the baseball team down there that uses the field had a big fundraiser, Winterfest, and I guess they had a pretty good turnout. But we we have uh, launched the. Um, summer in the park series which is both uh, movies and bands in august down in uh, indian meadows and it's been really growing in popularity do you count collins park i mean it's in the village of scotia but that's also a big park yeah collins park is a great park it's a jewel of the area uh it is a village park so we don't have any um uh, budget line to it we don't have any responsibility over it it's all maintained by the village but they do they do a great job it's a great park what about and it's called malwick parks on route five down by the river canal yes yeah we're we're looking to do a bunch of uh stuff down there we have made a lot of investments again with grants over the past couple of years where we put in new fields a couple new fields for uh, football and lacrosse uh, right now, it's primarily used for soccer and has been for some time. But now we're looking at um, building a pavilion, just like we have in Indian Meadows, so people can come in, rent it, have a party, or or have a picnic. Uh, we're putting in a new playground there, which it doesn't currently have a playground, and a concession stand for the sporting um, you know, sporting team. So really big investments going on in the parks as well. If I can go backwards uh, to uh, an economic development uh, issue, uh, many of us were saddened to see the Bayou close, this uh, long-running uh, restaurant Ralph Spillinger operated in, uh, in, a, in a place where they had music. I, I hear that there might be a barbecue place going there. Is there anything official on that? Well, nothing new. We're we're in conversations with uh, somebody who's interested, and um, we're doing everything we can to help. Uh, you know, it's it's a big investment. Obviously, it's a, it's a tough industry, but um, we're here to help. We're here to help all small businesses. So we really would love to see that hole filled with a with a new small business, and and uh, hopefully we'll have some good news on that soon. That is up on uh, Route 50. The election last year, did it change the makeup of the uh, town board? I, d- I don't believe so. I believe it's still three Republicans, two Democrats? That's correct. We we held the three-seat majority, yes. And so how are things going, I mean, w- with the town board? Is it contentious, or is it? W- are you getting things done together, or what's going on? Yeah, I think generally we're getting things done together. I mean, I think the Democrats have supported our vision over the years. I think they see the progress that we've made as a back when we had a five-zero um, majority. But uh, it, it, it's been going well, and um, we work with them, and they work with us, and that's what you need to do for a community. You know, I, I've often said that there's really no Republican and Democrat on a local uh, level. We're, we're here to serve the residents. We're running a you know, an $18 million business basically to serve 30,000 customers. And uh, we just need to be professional and do what's best for the residents. And, and I think they buy into that philosophy. Now, in the election campaign, though, as I recall, the, the need for 
or some were calling for more ethics laws because of one person who was running, I think it's one of the Democrats who had a government job. Uh, are there, now that the election's over, is that just going to sort of drift away or is there still an, an interest in uh, reforming ethics laws in the town of Glenville? No, I think it definitely exposed a blind spot for us where in the past we haven't had a need to really uh, look at this, but uh, now we do. I did address it in my state of the town. I did do a whole slide on it that really, you know, folks ought to understand that, that if you work for an employer who's doing business with the town of Glenville, which is the village of Scotia and, frankly, Schenectady County, then you have fiduciary responsibility to two different um, two different. Uh, you know, an employer mm-hmm. and the town board. So how do you serve those two fiduciary responsibilities when they're in conflict? You don't. And and we need to look at that. Mm-hmm. We need to tighten our ethics law. So you will be doing that, or that will yes. be proceeding? Um, yeah, also, I'll, I'll be bringing forward something uh, to our ethics committee to look at. It, but, I mean, you have been active in uh, Republican uh, politics. I believe you're chairman of the Schenectady County GOP. How is uh, Donald Trump doing in Glenville? Well, it's funny. We in the last election, I know there was a poll for the local um, uh, candidates, and and the pollster asked the question, you know, what are your thoughts on Donald Trump? What are your thoughts on Mario um, Andrew Cuomo? And Trump came out well ahead of Andrew Cuomo. So um, I, I think that there's a resurgence right now going on for the president. I think that uh, the ill-fated impeachment probably wasn't the best. Uh, the Democrats didn't come out with the best case. And I think that's hurt them. But there seems to be more and more people looking at the economy saying, economy's strong, we're doing well, and uh, he, he seems to be polling well anyway in Glenville. Well, you mentioned uh, the governor. I believe it's the governor that came up with this, oh, and the power authority of the state have come up with a major investment, or they're talking about that in the Erie Canal, which in our area, near Glenville, is the Mohawk River. Will these plans affect Glenville? Well, we don't really know. We haven't seen any details on it, but as I understand it, they're looking at flood mitigation in the Schenectady County area, and that's that certainly is Glenville. We've had flood issues in the past. So I, I do anticipate this will positively affect us in the, in the future. Another thing that gets media attention from time to time, I don't think recently, are, are uh, trucks hitting Glenville bridges, uh, in particular a railroad bridge owned by the Canadian Pacific over Glenridge Road. Anything new on that situation? Well, DOT has responded to our calls for more signage. They did install more signage. And, you know, I even have to say going down there, there's just you now that there's too much signage. So for someone not to see it, uh, it's just bewildering to me at this point. But um, there's a number of yellow caution signs uh, approaching from either end, either side of the bridge. So DOT has responded. Uh, we do have a meeting, uh, my attorney and I, with the uh, railroad company next week, and that will be one of the things on the agenda. But short of raising the bridge, there's really not a lot more that can be done at this juncture. And this is a relatively new bridge, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, they decided not to raise it when they redid the bridge because of the cost involved, because they would have to grade uh, miles of tracks mm-hmm. to go with the uh, you know in- incline increase. So it's unfortunate they decided not to do it when they made the investment the first time. Hmm. Uh, The state legislature's in session. 
What are uh, you your hopes and fears about state government this year? And they're facing, or the state's facing, a, a six billion dollar uh, state uh, money shortfall. Yeah, my my hope is that they continue to fund local governments at uh, the level that they they have in the past, and and also provide for the increase that's needed to keep up with the cost of living. My fear is that they're going to push more costs down to the local governments and take more resources away, and and I think we're seeing that. I think extreme weather um, uh, paving has already been eliminated out of the governor's budget, uh, which is about $34,000 to our town. Uh, to help us with extreme weather issues on our on our um, roads, I hear chips, which is which is our paving money out of the state of New York, is going to be held where it, where it has been, which I guess is good, but it's a half full, half empty thing. They haven't raised chips in years, mm-hmm. and the cost the cost of aggregate has gone up tremendously, though. So we're doing less with the same amount of money because it's more expensive. They need to step up and provide us with increases in chips. Uh, in fact, I believe you addressed um, road building. Are you planning more road building in Glenville this year? Not road building, but uh, we, you know, because of what I just said where um, our paving has, has been cut back because we're getting the same amount of money but more expensive aggregate, uh, we need to catch up again, and so I've proposed in my budget to allocate $150,000 out of capital reserves to increase our paving um, plan for 2020. And then I've suggested we do that in 21 and 22. So we would then catch up with all the streets that really need to be addressed. Some we have some streets in very bad shape. So uh, again, it's using capital reserves try to uh, make investments in paving. Would you name names? What streets are in really bad shape? Well, you know, our Glen Oaks neighborhood, um, which is off of Spring Road, you know, Heritage mm-hmm. Lane down there is in really bad shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Scotchbush area up on the north end of town um, is in bad bad shape. Valina, Nicholas, those streets. And uh, Woodhaven, which we're addressing, uh, we addressed some of it last year, and we're going to finish it this year, uh, so that neighborhood will be taken care of. You mentioned uh, that uh, Glenville has a population of about 30,000. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it declining? I mean, as many uh, towns and cities are are losing people in uh, New York State? We uh, We won't know really that until the census but uh last census 10 years ago about now we've we increased we became the most populated town in um the county which we never were before it was always rotterdam so we surpassed rotterdam in the last census uh i suspect we're all shrinking a little bit but we're probably holding steady more than anything also you're part of schenectady county um, what, how is your your dealings with Schenectady County these days? That, uh, again, to speak party politics, you're Republican and the county government's basically controlled by Democrats. Yeah. Well, we, we work well together, again, because we have to do what's best for the people. We're, we're working with them on a solar um, project out on our uh, landfill on Barhart Road. So uh, we're, we're, we've come together and worked well on that one. Uh, the county needs to share more of its sales tax. It, it still hoards too much sales tax, and it, it's strangling the local governments in the county, which is unique um, in this county as opposed to other counties around the, around the, town, around the uh, state. But... I think you saw 
they uh, Schenectady County received a big boost in sales tax this past year, and again, they're not sharing any of that new revenue mm. with the uh, towns. Mm. I noticed you did a talk with uh, the Clifton Park supervisor, the town of Boston. I think there was one other, Charlton. Um, is, is there sort of like a little coalition of the sub- suburban towns there? Yeah, you know, um, Schenectady, Glenville's in Schenectady County, but they're kind enough to allow me to come into this uh, Saratoga County coalition uh, down on the southern part of Saratoga and the northern part of Schenectady County because we share a school district, the Burnhill School District. So um, it made sense for us to come together and, and start mm-hmm. talking about uh, our communities in, in the sense that we have something in common, and that's the school district. You've been listening to Talk of the Town on Magic 590 plus 100.5. We're also heard in the North Country on 1410 and 96.9. Our guest, Glenville Town Supervisor Chris Ketsley. This program will be available as a podcast on albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com. I'm Bob Cudmore.